0: Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show,
1: a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's
0: retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Lori
1: Ann, aka The Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. Hope you enjoy. Hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Recharge a Soul. And it's me, Bailey, and I'm actually back in back in person, back in front of, and back in bed <laughs> recording. <laughs> no, in bed again. Uh with my dear mother. hmm Lori Ann. Lori Ann. So yeah, and we're in the middle of a retreat right now, actually. Mm -hmm. We're in Costa Rica, um, and it's two days in, and I feel like it's been such a powerful two days. This group is
0: a dream. Yeah, incredibly amazing. Um, They really went through some transformations on the waterfall hike. It's a 10-waterfall hike, and... So everybody just had dinner, and this is our first time ever recording a podcast during a retreat, and I feel like we're just flying high and just loving the experience, and so they have a little break before we do our yoga nidra to finish up the day, and we wanted to pop on here and share some, hopefully, words of wisdom and things that we feel all of us need help with.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I was... Because I knew that we were going to record this week. And it's been a common conversation within our retreats. And I think it's a really powerful tool. And also in other workshops that I've done. Mm-hmm. Or maybe other teachings that I've done. Um, learning, I think, uh, learning how to not stuff your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of this world nowadays in society. maybe Depending on where you're at. But I know where I Where I grew up, and not necessarily say my family, but even just like the um, school system, or maybe out in public, or my other friends. um, You know, just the different what's the word I'm influences Mm -hmm. around me. Um, I know that it was common to figure out different ways, not even figure out, but to lean more towards. Things that would maybe numb out feelings or mm-hmm. distract you from feeling hard feelings. Um, and though in the moment, that, that, re- that um, quick fix. The quick fix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can and, be relieving.
0: In mm-hmm. long term, it is damaging. Very damaging. And so one of the things that we do in our retreats when we gather for circle, for our soul circle, um, be right before we start a workshop or we might be doing a meditation or a teaching and we will all sit down and ask each other, how are you feeling right now? How are you feeling in your body? How are you feeling in your mind? And how is your soul feeling and I want to ask all of you: How often do you stop and ask yourself that question? Like, how am I feeling? And with the state of the way the world has been, some of your feelings might not be that comfortable. You know, you, I know there's been a lot of uncertainty. I know there's been a lot of fear. I've also noticed, even in our even in our retreats, there's been a lot of um, anxiety. And so we and we teach people tools on how to deal with all of those things and so because one of the things that both of us have noticed is that some quick go-tos are maybe having an extra glass of wine at night or maybe eating too much food or you know so many different ways of numbing out yeah for me
1: i've noticed that whenever my mind is racing because that's been something that i've been really having to become aware of lately and whatever it's racing or i'm looping or i notice that my anxiety is kind of spiking up over something um i notice that i'll go and try to distract my mind by going on my phone Mm. or going on my laptop or maybe if i'm around a tv um numbing out through that but social media especially like it's very strange how much i've been catching myself lately it's almost like an instinct uh, that I've noticed that with Instagram or Facebook if my anxiety is kind of yeah spiking up I'll reach for my phone mm-hmm. and I ha- I've been trying to really st- mm-hmm. you know it's almost like snap snap like become aware of that mm-hmm. um, and then just simply put down my phone and maybe go into my breathing do some deep breathing or maybe, Just sit there and allow myself to think and Mm -hmm. try to figure out where my anx what's triggering my anxiety and doing a little Mm -hmm. bit of processing with that. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because it's though it's uncomfortable, it's been helping a lot and my anxiety
0: doesn't have as much power over Mm -hmm. me. Yeah, because when you stuff it down, it shows up in your body somewhere. It can show up in your body with as, um, I know somebody who pushes a lot of anger and resentment down and it's not a big surprise that um, she has a lot of um, acid reflux from pushing down and eczema and she's really working on speaking her truth, connecting with her voice. I know if you were raised in a family like I was where you were seen, children were seen and not heard and it was really like uh, you got a lot of a lot of props for being quiet, and so not speaking your truth. And you know, children see everything, and they're very intuitive. And they're and sometimes that's not a good thing for the adults when they go, "Why is?" And then they'll say something, and you go, "No, we don't talk about that." So you learn pretty early to not express your feelings and to kind of push them down and and um, learn different ways to numb out. Yeah. And, that, and the thing <laughs> is,
1: too, that's really interesting is, again, I I just think that we live in a society that makes mm-hmm. it so easy and so accessible and so convenient to numb out. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it is through alcoholism or whether it is mm-hmm. through drug abuse or shopping addictions or, I mean, binge eating. Mm-hmm. I know that emotional eating also for me was a way to numb mm-hmm. out. Um, and it just, in a society that does... Make it so easy and also so um, almost like not, I don't want to say traditional, but I want to say that um, it was almost like it was integrated into our society without like mm-hmm. us even becoming aware of it. So it's a habit that was created within a lot of us because mm-hmm. of the things that we were presented with, whether mm-hmm. that be through technology or whatever it may be. Um, and so it's. I think the first step is just becoming aware and having to rewire the that thinking process and those habits. And yeah, getting being learning to be okay with just being uncomfortable for a little mm-hmm. while with those feelings and being mm-hmm. like, Oh, I am actually a little bit angry right now or mm-hmm. I am frustrated. Um and it's not even that you are frustrated, it's you're feeling frustrated. Mm-hmm. You're not being owned by the feeling isn't you. You're just a human being processing an emotion, mm-hmm. you know. And do, it's not to say one
0: emotion is better than the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I do really want to bring up a point that you said because I about being triggered. So when we're when we're little and we're, we get sad or you start to cry because you your feelings are hurt and they, and then you're told it either big boys don't cry or Oh, you don't need to cry. Everything's going to be okay. Let's go get an ice cream. You know, all of that just Mm -hmm. kind of starts to roll into more. So I want to ask you guys a question. And you might want to grab a pen and a piece of paper. And this might help you with this process. There's just two questions. And I have found them to be super helpful. And so the first question is, recently I have been super triggered by blank. So what has recently... It could be somebody driving down the road. We just had Thanksgiving, if you're listening to this pretty close to this um, podcast that we're releasing. Were you triggered by one of your family members? Some of the biggest triggers can be people you grew up with or family members that you only see during the holidays. So maybe it threw you off guard. Maybe it was like, you know, might be part of a pattern. But I want you to think about what recently triggered you. And in that moment, second question, in that moment, what I really needed instead of my reaction, so I was triggered, I reacted, I went and grabbed an extra glass of wine just to, just to numb out a little bit. So I wouldn't, wouldn't say something that was on my heart, something that was really bothering me or something that was going on. Um, And I didn't have any tools in my tool chest to know how to handle that emotion. So what did you really need in that moment? So the second question is, in that moment, when you were really triggered and you reacted, what I really needed was, and it could be just to take a deep breath, like you said, just to stop and take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. And ask yourself, is this really, one question that is a really great question is, is this really going to matter even a week from now? Is this going to matter a year from now? And if the answer is yes, so then it sounds like you have something to do deeper work around, if the answer is no, if it's somebody driving down the road and cutting you off and you're being reactive and then you just go, gosh, I really need a glass of wine, for example, or a shot of tequila Mm -hmm. or a cigarette, or I want to go, you know, grab a a cupcake or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. or a couple of cupcakes, just stop and think what I really need in this moment is not to jump into the story. Maybe what you really needed is to Need to nourish yourself. Maybe you need to stop and take a deep breath. Maybe you just need to ask yourself the question: Is this does ha- this something I have power and control over, or not?
1: Yeah, and I when you're when you're talking about that, it just just to give you guys another example because I feel like this can look so many different ways. Um, I know that one of my friends was talking to me about. Um, She was at a wedding, and she was feeling really, um, she was in a group of people that she didn't know, and so she started feeling, um, and she wasn't connecting with them, Mm -hmm. you know. So that could be triggering, Mm -hmm. because maybe in that situation, that can make you feel insecure or not worthy, or maybe it could make you feel not seen or alone or alone i mean there's so many mm-hmm. different ways that in that moment when you're everybody's getting along and you don't know anybody mm-hmm. and um, you should be at this function where you're having a good time mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. so it's very easy to yeah be to feel n- like yeah, anxious. anxious from that mm-hmm. so what she did in that moment she rather than sitting in it and maybe um
0: Letting it going, get grow bigger, too. Growing
1: bigger mm-hmm. or going over to, like, the open bar mm-hmm. and getting some liquid courage and overdoing it. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, she recognized the situation. And she said, like, no, I'm, I'm feeling insecure and anxious because I'm obviously feeling not seen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so she went... Or connected. Or connected. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, yeah, again, it can look so many different ways. Mm-hmm. So she excused herself and she went into the bathroom and she put her hand on her heart and her other hand on her belly because that's an amazing way to get connected back into yourself and she started telling herself things that she needed to hear like i am seen
0: i love that so much
1: and i am safe and i love myself and i am enough Mm-hmm. And the situation doesn't have any, like, this has not, they're just all having, they friends. I've actually
0: felt like that before. I can completely yeah. understand how she feels in and, large know, groups. yeah, And,
1: yeah, and like, my thing is, is that they, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have anything to do with maybe how they seem. Maybe they just, you know, when you know get, get caught up, <laughs> yeah. you get caught up with people that you know, mm-hmm. and you're having a good time, and... It has nothing to do with that person that maybe is is feeling left out. It's just, yeah, everybody is just caught up in the moment. So I think it's just really powerful to just maybe step back and get back in your own body and realize that, yeah, that's just an, an example. I love that
0: because she went into the bathroom and she said, I've got me, and she started to tell herself things that she loved about herself, and filled up her own bucket with herself instead of the other chance the other option would have been going to the bar and being reactive and having a and having a drink or bolting out of there and, and then starting to go into a loop and then you're like I'm yeah. never
1: going I'm never putting myself out there again right. and then I'm that always happens or, right of course I should have not have gone I didn't know anybody mm-hmm. but really maybe it wasn't a, a Time or a lesson for her to meet somebody new. Maybe it was a way for her to get connected and be able to be connected with herself, no matter mm-hmm. who's around her or where she's at. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that that is so powerful. Also, there's this other um, this podcast I listen to, Just Lively. I love her. I've talked about her on here before, mm-hmm. um, and she was saying there's something powerful with being able to sit on the a park bench. And look up at the trees and the leaves and find peace in watching the, the birds and the feel the senses of the air on your skin and um, mm-hmm. what's coming through your nose, like what you're smelling around you and enjoying the moment that's going on around you. There's something special finding being able to find peace in that. When maybe there's chaos going on around mm-hmm. you. Like, for example, with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like, when everybody is freaking out about some, you know, the what ifs. There's something mm-hmm. magical about being able to sit in your own presence and find
0: peace in the now. Mm-hmm. I love all of that. Just so powerful. Yeah. Just yeah. so powerful. There's so that many stuck lessons. with me. Yeah, there's just a lot of opportunity for growth in those moments. So... And instead of checking out, because my go-to was usually having an extra glass of alcohol, you know, just to to take care of myself. Like, that's how I took care of myself. And that's actually what I was raised with. So I thought that was normal. And I didn't know you actually had to feel your feelings. I was like, no, we don't feel our feelings in our family. We don't feel them. We hide them. We don't talk about them. There's this huge elephant in the middle of the room. And the last thing you ever want to do is talk about the elephant we don't talk about the elephant. And when I was little, I would talk about the elephant and then I would get shut down pretty quickly. Like we don't talk about that. That's something that we just don't do. And we, I have no idea what you're talking about. And you're sitting there looking at the elephant and you know that they see it too, but they're trying to shut you down as quickly as possible with as much, uh, sternness and a little bit of fear under it like oh my gosh she saw the elephant you know it's like yeah when we really are taught that and so I love that we're unlearning um a new way of being so that we know it's okay to be sad and it's okay to be angry but it's what you do with that 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 those feelings that give it a label and how you can be reactive or proactive so I just I love it because you could hurt yourself you know I mean yeah. you see you know, there are diseases. There are because you're at dis-ease with yourself. So there are diseases that manifest because you're not talking about the the energy you're holding in your body.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so I want to mm-hmm. ask you, mm-hmm. when you're like, what's your low vibe?
0: My low vibe used to be sadness and depression, and then it was frustration. But I think I'm moving out of that. So, so probably my low vibe right now can be. Um, because I'm really in the process of figuring out new things, so I'm not impatient. Um, I th- I probably have, still have a touch of frustration occasionally, but my low vibe go to is. Oh, gosh, I'd have to think about that. So okay, say when you
1: were in your twenties, and okay. your low vibe go to was sadness.
0: I would. I would go. And do everything I could to distract myself. I would have cereal um, dating, or I would drink, or you would drink.
1: <laughs> and so, yeah. okay, yeah. serial dating—I've never heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> is it's, that like where you? Oh, just it's like, a distraction. Okay, yeah, you yeah. just start. Yeah. So when you and when you started to learn, I mean, how how to actually feel and move mm-hmm. through your emotions, mm-hmm. when you started feeling sadness,
0: what would you do? to help you move through it? Oh, for sure. I would pray about it. I would say, please help me move through this. I Because sometimes I didn't even know where it was coming from because I think our chemistry is the same. So having anxiety, like waking up. Also, I hadn't dealt yet with all of the trauma from my childhood. So I would have this like sadness from nowhere, but actually, you know, it was pretty deep down inside me. So I would pray. I would pray and ask for help. And pretty much about 30 minutes later, I'd start feeling better. You know, I would start having, you know, just start feeling like it would lift off of me like a cloud.
1: Mm. Yeah. I was talking about, there's somebody here. um, Her name is Heidi. And she was taught, we were talking about that actually this morning. She goes, it's so crazy because when I was in my 40s, I finally learned to start asking and she goes, mm-hmm. and it it's changed my life. And I'm like, it's isn't that changing. just crazy how, because it's true. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think for the, I, I'm like one of those people, I can be a little bit skeptical. Mm-hmm. And so I think for so long, sometimes it takes me a while to try, to actually try something, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm not really on board. Mm-hmm. And I finally did when I was just at my lowest, mm-hmm. you know, the past year and a half started asking mm-hmm. and not that I hadn't asked before, but I like really was just like, Hey, <laughs> anybody up there? <laughs>
0: if you're Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's an angel. Who's not too busy. <laughs> I have a question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's crazy how yes, yeah. hard emotions because m- emotions can get really easily stuck in me. I mean, we mm-hmm. are energetic bodies. Um, and so, yeah, I think shaking and dancing and running and lifting and like yoga, mm-hmm. stretching, deep breaths, like all of those are amazing tools to move that stuck energy, those hard emotions. And yeah, maybe it will come out in big tears or screaming, like I said, or maybe... Maybe it's laughing or, mm-hmm. you know. There's, it's
0: essential. It's, it's so an essential. And it's it's impactful. And it's impactful. Yeah, You don't want that sitting in you stuck and stagnating. That's when things become cesspools and they really can do damage to your body. Yeah. So get moving. Ask for help. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping that we shared some ideas with you that can really help you when you feel like you are stuffing, and I, and don't beat yourself up about it. Everybody no. has done it, and sometimes you're not ready to deal with the why. But asking for help can just start the process. Yeah,
1: and I think just becoming aware of it mm-hmm. too can help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we love you guys. Um, love you. This was just kind of a we thought felt called to talk about this because mm-hmm. um, it could change your life. And it could help you really move through things, and just allow yourself to be human. Mm-hmm. You know, every emotion that's normal. All—all all the emotions you're—you're mm-hmm. you're gonna feel in this lifetime. So, yeah, give yourself grace and ease, and figure out how you can release.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're sending you massive love. From Costa, <laughs> from Costa Rica. From Costa Rica. <laughs> from Costa Rica. Yeah. We're gonna go dive into our yoga nidra, mm-hmm. and we get to see you next week. Yeah, next Tuesday. Next so Tuesday. We love
1: you guys, and yeah, thank you for always listening. And hope you gain something out of this.
0: Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful week. Bye, Bye for now.